Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the We Speak English Good podcast. Today on the show is our very super duper special guest. I forgot to ask you how to say your last name. How do you say it? Froze. Our, su our super duper special guest is Justin Froze, which I just butchered our intro. And of course, it's me, Mikey P, Mike Berg. And uh, let's start the show. Yay! Alright. How you guys doing? I hope it uh, that your rest of your May was was lovely and safe. I hope that uh, Memorial Day was a, a wonderful day for reflecting. I know I went out to Cabrillo National Monument and chased my son all around as he almost fell to his death over the cliffs out there. So that was awesome and uh, healthy at the same time. Um, welcome back to the show. I'm going to skip our little monologue that I usually do because there's no panel, as you can see again. Um, but um, I just want to get some business out of the way. I want to thank our very special, special uh, new sponsor, newest, uh, Traditional Medicinals. They sent us this big box of throat coat, which I'm very grateful of. My wife is a singer, and she loves this stuff. She basically lives on it. Um, not that her throat's always in need of being medicated, but she just likes it in general. My favorite is the throat coat, uh, the lemon echinacea throat coat, which is awesome for when you're not feeling so great. It helps you feel better, and it's just as good, too. It helps. They have a whole long line of awesome products, so go out and check it out. Go to traditionalmedicinals.com and um, check out you can even check out where they get their herbs online so do that please um this is actually for our guest justin froze right froze froze god damn it <laughs> i i even i even said to my wife before i show i need to ask him how he says his last name how horrible and um, I'm glad that I told you guys that and th to let you know how uh, terribly unprofessional I am. Also, I want to thank OB Arts Collective. Go to obartscollective.com to check out uh, private lessons, upcoming events, and uh, after-school programs that they are offering. Um, also, OB Arts Collective is in search for sponsors for the Voltaire Scare, which is going on here in Ocean Beach, California, in San Diego. It's going to happen on Voltaire between, let's see, Cable and Bacon. It's an awesome festival. So uh, we're looking for sponsorships for staging areas and um, kids' uh, playlands and all kinds of stuff. Go to obartscollective.com and follow the links, and you'll see it there. And You can sign up and do all that good stuff. Um, I forgot to write what shows I have coming up. So like I said, we're going to skip all the bullshit and we're going to get right to our guests. And let's see if I can actually get this fucking pad right. Um, welcome, Justin Froze. Froze. Look at victory dance all the way Woo. to the table. I appreciate it. Thank you. Justin, thank you so much for coming on and letting me butcher your name. Anytime. Or at least not even get it right. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the only one. I'm 
Yeah, I have like a weird last name too. It's like it's Waffer, but I get like Laffer. How's Lawn it spelled? Or, um, L-A-U-F-F-E-R. It's very German. Laffer. La- la- it's like Laufet. Laufer. I guess that's how they say it, maybe. Mine's German too. Yeah? Yeah. It's how do they say it? Fruse. Oh, shit. That's yeah. way cooler than how I was saying <laughs> Well. But you, but yours is Americanized, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what the family says. Froze. Froze. Yeah, which isn't that bad either. No, like I feel like my name sounds like someone gagging on like a Big Mac or something. Like offer, you know, like <laughs> uh, you know, or like Ralph's, you know, it's like has a, that. Like, yeah, it's like an invitation for a a hair holding or a Heinlich <laughs> or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jim. <laughs> Just text me. Jim says, yes, legacy on Sunday, and take it easy on your wife's throat. (laughs) (laughs) Jim, you scamp. Long dong. You are a turd. Thank you. Justin, thank you so much for coming on, making the long um, trek across town. Uh, You're staying in OB, crashing, and uh, until your big moment when you fly across the pond and uh, you go and do your European tour, which is going to be seven weeks. And I want to just start there since that's like what you're in a frenzy about. You're just like, oh, I'm trying to get my shit together and Uh I'm trying to do, I'm holding your CD. Fireflies, everybody, go ahead and stream that on whatever. Buy a physical copy when you see them. Buy it. I'm sure you can get it on iTunes and everything. Yeah, iTunes, Spotify, Fireflies. Justin froze. Thank say, you. Say it in German. Fruze. 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 That's way cooler than froze, but Fruze. Okay. Fruze. Well, I'll, I'll introduce it that way. I'm about <laughs> to be in Germany for seven weeks. You're so going I'm to Berlin, right? Yeah. First? Uh, I'll or? probably start in Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. Oh, yeah. That's an amazing name, yeah. too. I love those German names. They're so they're so aggressive and just <laughs> elegant, though, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Aggressively yeah. elegant. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so uh, tell me, like, uh, have you been to Europe before? I have been to Europe. Yeah, maybe uh, I don't know, a couple five times or something like that. On <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, business or touring or just never, pleasure? never for a tour. Just a couple times for pleasure. One time for like a study thing oh, okay. while I was at university, and so this will be uh, this will be. You know, pretty purely a music tour, nice. which I'm stoked on because that's been like a dream for a long time. I think that's like every musician's dream is like, is I just want to, well, my dream, yeah. I mean, I just want to be like able to go to Europe and maybe not come out of pocket too much and like, right. you know, maybe get paid to play in another country. I mean, I would take fucking yeah. Tijuana at this point, you know what I'm saying? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Um, no, I've, I, I would never play in Tijuana. I'm just kidding. I love you, Mexico. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That is stupid. You'd play the right show down there. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I'd definitely So play. would I. I'd be playing down there, you know. I don't know any of the name of the clubs because I don't go there very often. Right. Last time I went there, I think I was scoring drugs. So it was like, that, and that was years and years ago. A whole different thing. Yeah, yeah, that was a whole different thing. Yeah. That was different tour. <laughs> yeah, that was a way different tour. Yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, how how did this come about? I mean, obviously you've been probably playing this for a long time, but um, how did you come about? Like, who did you talk to? Who did you meet? I'm I'm just trying to. Um, yeah. I just want you to explain to the audience um, yeah. how maybe they could do it, uh, but also tell them your process of how you're doing it now. Totally, totally. Well, this one came about kind of uniquely. 
in collaboration with a friend of mine, a fellow singer-songwriter, Brianna. And uh, we've been working together. We worked together. I produced some tracks for her maybe five years ago or something. And then I moved away and stuff, Seattle and L.A. and Austin and uh, came back and we reconnected and uh, worked on some tracks for her upcoming album. And so she's got the connections in Germany uh, through uh, some family and friends and her husband. And so it just turns out that they go there in the summer and she was like, oh my gosh, want to make a tour of it? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. I can't make that. Yeah. So that's like a big thing for me is when when a friend or someone around you kind of has some some drive, some spark for something they want to do that's like what you want to do, it's like team up, you yeah, know? Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think there's great potential in that. Yeah, d- you know, it's so weird when people are so like, um, you know, like other artists will just sort of be like, no, nah, it's all mine, I can, I'm not going to let you know how I'm doing it, I don't want you stepping on my game, but really it's like, I think the best things come out of collaboration. It's totally. Like, it's like why why would you b- block off like an entire side of business and creativity? Is uh, and potential. You never know exactly. what come of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So so you just were lucky enough to be working with an artist who had pull over there and sort of have um. T- yeah, totally lucky. Um, you know, because. Over my years and you know university and other stuff like that, like I've met people that live in Europe and have yeah. friends over there, and so, in some way, I think like many of us, we we have like within arm's reach or within like two or three or the six degrees of separation, right. like all the people and the things we need to do the things we want in this world, but we just don't know it or we don't awaken that network, and so. She's done an amazing job at networking and making connections, keeping connections, and most of our tour dates are through, you know, friends of hers and contacts she has that I think are a little more fresh, um, you know, because she visits them and, and sees them. I'm trying to, you know, reach out to all the people I know in Holland and Spain and France and Germany and Sweden and just be like, hey, like, I'm coming to Europe. Like, I would love to do a show. Like, where can I play? Yeah. What do you know? Um, what local bands do you think are, like, awesome that I should hook up with? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like, do you happen to know a music booker? Or yeah. Just get ask the questions. Asking. Yeah. I, I, it's so weird. It's so weird. Like, um, it, it's, it's strange to be in a position right now where like i'm finding out it's like wow a lot of what you want is like just you asking for it and i I think that's what a lot of people make the mistake is that they'll just sort of sit there and wait for it to happen it's like oh you kind of gotta like ask and it it, it's totally about networking it's totally it took me a long ass time to get that you know it took me years of beating my head in but like now me and my wife are finally in a position where we're able to uh live a musician's life and not have to worry about other people fucking with your your business you know yeah, yeah. working in a cubicle cubicle gross god i get nightmares <laughs> but yeah a lot of stuff is just asking for it it just going out and and just making those connections and like sticking with it yeah i've been thinking a lot about that like kind of in the sequence of like know what you want and then focus on it because mm. you could like 
you can brush up against it. Like, oh God, yeah, that resonates. I want that, yeah. and then get distracted again, and just like uh, often, and then you know, five years later, you're like, oh yeah, I want that. <laughs> you know, so know what you want, focus on it, and then ask for it. Like, and how? Like, talk about it. Like, just genuinely through your excitement. Like, oh man, have you ever toured Europe? Oh fuck! Well, I would love to. Like, yeah, yeah. I well, I know some people. You know, you just you got to get it out there. I've seen that so many times that when you just, I've like found places to live like that too. Just being like, yeah, I'm just like looking for a place to stay. Like, oh, my friend's got. It. I'm like, ah. Is that like something about what, like vocalizing your your wants. You know, um, yeah, just like making it real by just saying it. Yeah, I mean, just saying it is it helps and. Man, as I get older, I'm I'm finding that it's like really fucking like just being positive and trying to stay out of the bad neighborhoods in your brain is like a, a very important thing, you know, because yeah. a lot of times it's like insecurity that fucking will hold you back from saying something, you know, and it's like a lot of times you got to ignore that and kind of face your um, face your fears in that aspect where it's just like you got to go out there and and um, face the possibility of failure because mm, I mean failure just breeds you know learning and yeah and that was that was a big thing about this um when i was telling you before we got started is like i used to have like a panel of people here and and i had a realization that was that panel of people was just uh, an extension of my insecurities (laughs) on keeping a conversation going between me and another person which is not that hard you just keep going you know and yeah and and this is this podcast has helped me make connections and it's helped me fucking get over some like anxiousness and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, um, vocalize it. Be positive guys. Word. (laughs) Word. (laughs) Um, so, so that's cool, man. So, so, you know, uh, what you were saying before with the phone, that's an actually cool thing too. Just a tip. Can you just kind of go over what you were telling me before? I mean, I'm, People yeah. probably know this, but I'm oh, I fun- didn't. I didn't. Yeah. yeah it's a well, so we were talking about, uh, you know, when I go over there, will I buy a phone, not use my phone? We'll have access to email and stuff. And access to email and communication will be highly important, you know, because uh, we have some things booked, but there's some spaces too. And, and kind of leaving that so that like uh, spontaneous things can happen. And so, yeah, we want to be reachable and, and communicate. And so... Uh, what I learned about the iPhone, I'm an iPhone user, uh, is that if you buy your iPhone from the Apple store versus your carrier, it's set up to take an, a different SIM card, you know, yeah. whereas usually you buy it from your carrier and somehow they got the tech rigs so that you can only use it with their network, you know. Yeah, right, so right. I got it from the Apple store. I can basically get a SIM card once I get to Germany, prepay that, put that in and have a way to, you know, call yeah. people in the you know country without it going all the way back to the US and all the way back to there. Right. And that in and in turn paying like a crazy amount yeah. in like roaming fees. Is that what they they still call it roaming? Yeah. Is that still roaming? Is that still a thing? Like or roaming I, I, is like a business term I think for like we're going to charge you extra cuz you're further away and we yeah. we have to use someone else's satellite to uh, get you to ours, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. So there you go, folks. Some some valuable information. If even if you're not a fucking musician, or you know, if, even if you're just someone who's going to Europe on you know on holiday and you want to not pay roaming fees, um, I'm doing air quotes for you, <laughs> you know, the people who can't see this. I'm doing air quotes. You can kind of hear it in your voice. Yeah, 
roaming fees. <laughs> yeah, it's in there. <laughs> right. So, what are some of the things that you're kind of like um, you're getting ready before your dis- your ascent? To, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the greatness. Yeah, I mean, kind of trying to wrap up some work here, you oh. know, like uh, production. Uh, so I, I'm a full-time musician, and so I perform, produce, and teach. And so wanting to finish some productions before I leave the studio axis and um, and just, like, shoving all my stuff in storage. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I had grand schemes of... Uh, <laughs> Of purging and getting sorting and organ, but it's just like I gotta remember that I make my life a little crazy sometimes, and so uh, I'll just shove it all in the storage unit and um, and then keep looking ahead. The interesting thing as a as a musician who's gonna tour is that I've got this big thing coming up in a week, right? And while there's still loose ends with that, and I got to tie those up and make connections and book things, and I got to book a flight from Sweden to Dusseldorf, like I should probably do that tonight. <laughs> Someone <laughs> remind me, please. Thank you. Um, I'm already looking ahead to like a fall tour in September, mm. you know, the West Coast. Yeah. And it's 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 just crazy to like have your mind in all these different places, present, yeah, past, right. future, 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 and just so. Uh, I guess I'm just trying to hold on to that wild ride <laughs> until I, until I get on the plane. Yeah, I feel you. You're just sort of like prioritize and uh, you know wrap up loose ends. Um, you're um, you're doing some production now. Is there anything? Can you talk about that at all? I, I don't know if it's a secret project or anything, but you're <laughs> yeah. What what are you working on right now? As in production? Yeah, with production. Um, you know, no like set albums right mm-hmm. now. Um, like I said, just did an EP with Brianna and she's released two of the tracks so far. She's kind of doing one at a time of five oh, okay. and then uh, releasing the whole thing. Um, so so that was fun. We kind of did that all in about three months. And um, oh, what did you record? Uh, just at my home studio. Sweet. I just, yeah, have like a Pro Tools rig and some mics and stuff and yeah. just set it up wherever, you know, make little vocal forts and... For sure, man. You know? For sure, yeah, fucking gorilla style. Yeah. It's, uh, it's that, uh, I, I love that shit, man. I, I love real studios. It's always awesome to be like surrounded by like thousands of dollars of yeah. stuff that you can't afford and like, <laughs> you just want to touch it, but yeah, man, uh... I mean, it's awesome the great results that are coming from just home recordings, and this is this is a perfect example of a home recording gorilla style yeah. weird Frankenstein thing that's going on here. But you know, we get some shit done, so right, cool. right. So it's I'm, all I'm like happy about it. Yeah, and a cool thing on this disc, um, I've maybe shared this with people before, but there's a song on here called "Finally Here." It's number three, and. Uh, that song I recorded in my studio apartment in Fremont, uh, Seattle, um, just sit in front of my closet and, uh, I you would never know, you yeah, know? Yeah, that, now that one, um, that one has like a big 
that's like there's like a bunch of stuff going on on that, right? There's not just you and the guitar. There's like drums and right. Well, am there's I, like or am I wrong? There's like footstops, claps, okay. snaps. Gotcha. So um, my friend Daniela sang, and then we just like doubled there, and tripled vocals. Was that's not the one with like the like viola or cello on it? Oh it? no, that would be already over. Okay, okay, that one's I'm sorry. huge. Too. I, I I haven't memorized the whole album, but oh, no, I have been listening because nice it's a great album. And if you guys haven't checked it out, it's fucking fantastic. I, I um I got your card at Omar Lopez's symposium, which yeah, I've been <laughs> I've been totally mining of uh, those now because at then I was booking for now, so um. So I I've been I met a lot of cool people and you were one of them. So I I got your card and I went and checked it out. I was like, fuck yeah, this guy's awesome. I want to talk to this guy. Thank you. It's that's what I want to fucking um yeah, just just to blow some smoke. Um okay. yeah, you're great, man. Thank you. So so you recorded that in your studio apartment and it sounds fantastic. Now, do you mix and master too, or do you usually send that shit out? Uh you know, for the projects I've worked on, I've uh engineered produced and mixed and some often performed on them oh, just nice. kind of done a bunch of stuff i've had like one or two projects that i mastered uh, i don't prefer to do it because for two reasons one it, mastering is not just about making everything louder you right. know like yeah. there's a real art to it and Fuck yeah, there is. and uh and and you have to think about like all the devices it's going to end up on so that it really translates well and that's like an art and a science so yeah totally. i hate trying to fake things <laughs> that like really i don't know anything about yeah i feel you <laughs> uh, like and and what's what sucks about it is is that you like the only way to really learn and do it right is to just keep doing it and you just gotta keep bl- plugging away and you know you kind of gotta feel bad for the people who are on your learning curve as you went but <laughs> ah. <laughs> it's like thank you for thank you for uh you know because you know i've had I've I've mixed I mix and master a lot of the stuff that we do here, but um, you know sometimes you can send that shit out. But yeah. uh, we like to keep it in house. But uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's like so much shit where you you're calculating frequencies and shit. Like you're mm-hmm. actually like doing math and um, yeah, and that's interesting. Um, what what kind of programs do you use or what kind of plugins do you use for mastering when you are mixing and mastering? I don't know. Like, what's one that you kind of like rely on the most? I'm sorry, just this um, is where my head goes. <laughs> no, it's cool. I, I like the techie stuff. There's a there's a Waves plugin that I like. Um, I don't know the full name, but it's a multiband compressor. Ah, it's like yeah. L I N M B or something. It's like in the. Yeah, you pull it up. It's like L I N. JK, it's usually near the L2. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I haven't fuck. that's one of the ones where you actually got to like fucking do math and stuff, right? Like you're <laughs> actually like dividing the frequency of what you're, the key that you're playing in and shit. I haven't messed with that. Oh. I haven't messed with <laughs> Like, I don't know. I just play with the knobs until it sounds good. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I get it. Yeah, I mean, it's all about hearing what's happening and being able to identify like okay this like rumble or this muddiness okay that's not high frequency that's low frequency now where is it now what's happening there and then what do i need to compress harder right. or softer to let it breathe or to mm-hmm. to kind of tighten it down and 
a lot of that you just gotta like kind of i think tinker you know yeah totally, totally. Yeah. no no like my buddy he fucking um chris murray um if you, i love that guy he's in the band i play with and he's just like a fucking little wizard he's just he's always in his room he works a full-time job like over full-time job and then comes home and just sits in front of his computer and works and he's always like telling me about it's like oh my god have you tried this new plug i'm like no i got i don't no i haven't because i don't fucking i don't i'm not I'm not constantly buying new plugins. I kind of gotten comfortable with a lot of the stuff. I mean, because yeah. I already got I got this fucking thing that huge waves bundle thing that they sell, and then um, and then I use um, <clears throat> Isotope. I just started getting an Isotope. He got me an Isotope. Nice. But like, he's just one of those guys who's like, oh, you gotta divide the fucking frequency that that the keys in, and you gotta do all this. And I'm just and he's talking so fast, and I'm just like. Uh-huh. You're, it's just you know deer in headlights trying yeah. to comprehend fucking in, imminent death. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, cool. So yeah, yeah, kind of a diversion. And if you guys, you guys, I know you guys can't see me, but I opened up my waves bundle. This fucking mic is so loud. Yeah, make mine louder. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. What the fuck? What is that? Oh, am I making mine louder and yours quieter? Can you talk? I think I think you were. Oh my god, I am such a weenus. Okay. All right. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, look at us. Hey, hey, all hey. Right. We're all learning. Now I don't have to kiss this thing so much. I'm sorry, and that probably felt gross too. <laughs> like well, I've been. Like, uh. I've just been looking for my chapstick. You know what I mean? <laughs> now that I know you're seven. Can you get a chapstick sponsorship for this? You know what? I make my own chapstick, so wow, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. So it's sponsored by you. Yeah, I can sponsor myself. Was that bees? A uh, birds? No, this is um, Alba. Alba Botanica. Alba, come get some of this. <laughs> <laughs> I will take your whatever you give me. I'll take it. Sorry about that, folks. We're over here having technical difficulties. Mainly, it's the host difficulty. So, oh, you got this. Anyways, you know, I, I was, um, I saw that I was doing a little research. Um, the very little that I do, other than listen to the music, is um, I, I went on your site and I saw that you do you go through Gigtown? You use Gigtown a lot. I have been, yeah. Uh, yeah, and be only because I'm interested in like what what the. I, I've heard about it, and like I've, I'm just now kind of starting to funnel in through other projects I worked th- with. But I, I was just like, has it been working well for you? I mean, because someone showed me an email. It's like, okay, potential money. Here's the potential earnings, um, and then here's like kind of an overview. But I didn't know if that actually was work works or is it? Do you use it a lot? Uh, can yeah. Well, um, in the past, let's see, maybe. Uh, three or four or five months. I've actually used it a lot, or shall I say it has used me. Um, I think some months I've had as many as like 10. No, 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 no. That's a different booking agent. <laughs> um, <laughs> so many agents that he just doesn't remember <laughs> which one it is. No, they get they give me about like four or five like a month, you know? Yeah. And so it's good. It's and it's it's something and often those gigs lead to other things and yeah. but uh yeah, basically they they are a sort of middleman mm. um between artists and venues. Right. 
or hosts and um they have a system and a setup i'm not a spokesperson for them right this is no just no my well, this is this is what i i'm just generally interested yeah, yeah. because i i've been hearing about it. they have like stages at kabu and yeah or whatever the fuck that that's awful that's right. thing is happening over there <laughs> so um the they did something at south by too yeah so yeah. they got momentum and i know they're on the east coast as well i think they're i think they're everywhere but they're are they based here they're or? based here and yeah. they're they're working on expanding i think they're got it going in austin seattle mm-hmm. la san diego obviously i think some places maybe on the east coast uh maybe f- they were getting it going in florida so they're growing yeah and um you know, it's gotten me, you know, an extra five gigs a month, which is great. One challenge for me is that it's they've become the middleman, and so you don't have a direct connection with the booker. Uh, yes. And for me, uh, as part of business, and especially an independent business owner, is that it's all about relationships, right? Yes. And uh, even in making a deal, it's about the ability to negotiate and feel like, you know, both parties got a fair price and right, all that. Right. And so that's kind of taken out. It's just like, right. here it is, say no or say yes. Yes. Okay. And you're actually like bidding for them, right? Or like yeah. there's like a bid, uh, but like how, to f- what, what does that even mean? Like you're just like, I'm just saying yes and I'll do it for this much. I mean, are you undercutting? Like how's So that it like? imagine like it's like a Craigslist ad and it's <laughs> like, here's the, here's the gig, here's the details, here's where it is. Uh about how many people you need to bring a PA or no. Right, um, right. Here's how long and here's the pay. Right. And then you submit. And then I still haven't figured out how you get, like if the host accepts or if Gigtown kind of manages that, I'm really not sure. But you get if you get selected, then you're basically confirmed and booked for that. Okay. Yeah. And then and then is there like a rating system too? Like this, like, like from the like venue and through gig town it's like oh i worked with these guys they got or they look at your profile or something i i don't know yeah like, you have a profile and some uh mp3s and a little bio and picture and video and so a potential you know uh, employer will booker will um probably look at that stuff and and size it up um yeah so what else they take a cut and um, they have, oh yeah, sometimes after the gigs I get an email being like, you're gig completed, let us know what you think of the host. And I'm like, uh, I, I don't know, I haven't done that part yet. <laughs> you're like, no, I don't want to do that. It's kind of like, well, no, just just pay me. You know, <laughs> I don't know that it's going to get to them or okay. I'd rather talk to them directly, you know, and be yeah. like, hey, like this didn't work or this worked, you know. When you uh when you're going out to like book just you know stateside um, tours and stuff, what do you usually? How do you usually do that? Do you have an agent or do you do that work yourself or how does that? Oh, work? I do that myself. You know, then I try to team up with other songwriters in other cities and markets that you know have some some pull, and we just share the weight. That's a lot with this West Coast um, tour in September is going to be. Are you going out on your own? Or are you going to take a band, or do you do you play with a band, or is you mostly do solo? Yeah, I do both. Okay, and uh, I kind of go through phases. Um, yeah. I've been mostly doing the solo, um, and I love doing the band and like rocking out. And yeah. I think it's you know had some decent basic success, but I find that as a soloist, I think what is one of the 
key things about me as a performer is my voice. And so when I'm a soloist, there's a lot more sonic space mm. for that to really speak through. But with yeah. a band, it just it can get really loud and be fun and yeah. high energy, but it's not really where my voice shines, I think. Um, do you have like a preference of like venues or do you like prefer like smaller coffee shops or do you prefer like big outdoor venue, like big door f- outdoor festivals? I mean, like, is there a certain like venue like, yeah. like type of venue? Well, one, I really love house concerts. Oh, dude, I, we, me and my wife just saw this website. It's like, I what's it called? Is it concerts in your home? I think yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I know. I've worked with them. Okay, so that's good. so yeah, and you pay like a little money, and then yeah. they sort of like, I mean, is so that you, is you that legit a, too? Yeah, it was for me. You pay a, a year membership, and you basically get access to all the hosts, mm-hmm. and you can look on their page and be like, oh, okay, they're looking for R and B singers, and mm-hmm. then you can submit and say, hey, I'm gonna be coming through in October. Do you have any openings? Here's what I do. We love, and if they like your stuff, they'll book you. Cool. And some are like, yes, we'll definitely bring people. Two, it's like hard to say. Or three, you get a place to stay. Or, <laughs> or you, or there's no places. You know, it all varies. So, so you showed up at place and it was like, there's no, there's nothing going on, and they're like, you can't stay here. And and also, we brought no one. And no one's here. You're playing for us in this. <laughs> you playing? Has it oh. been? Like, did you actually no. play, or were you just like, ah, I think I'm just gonna go to get a hotel and. No, you know what I did with them was actually I joined and then I did a uh, listening room festival in Florida that oh, they okay. put on. And they booked me about 10 performances and they were all fantastic. Nice. And uh, they helped arrange a place for me to stay since they were all in a general area that was in Florida. Wow, that's amazing. That's yeah. A, that's a beautiful fucking idea. Yeah, my wife just showed sh- today. She showed that a website to me today. She's like, oh my God, look at this. This is so cool. Yeah. So, so you would say that it's worth it if you're like a like an acoustic thing, or a duo or trio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If the bigger and louder you get, like it's the less out. places you're gonna get. To yeah, book, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, for for you, it's probably perfect. Yeah. So I love those because people are listening. And yeah. Like you make really good connections. It it feels like you're all really there together. There's not like this fourth wall. Like you're up on the stage and it's loud and there's drinks and. Yeah, and it's a scene here, so I have to look cool instead <laughs> of be genuine. And yeah, no, I I, I get it, man. Like, because there's definitely uh, for me, and my wife, because we're kind of like an acoustic soul duo, so mm-hmm. we'll just sort of do, you know, we're breaking it down, we're, you know, making love and talking about love and yeah. you know everything. We don't just talk about love, <laughs> but yeah. love's nice. That's all the comes back love. to love, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it d- all began with love. Hey, baby. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we, <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> no, I loved it. I earned that one. You did earn yeah. that. You did that. I <laughs> man, I wish I could remember what else is on there, but I'm not gonna get distracted. This thing is such a distraction. Wild card. Um, um see? <laughs> uh yeah, so when we're playing a venue that's just sort of like yeah, people are just it is like a bar bar, you know, and then people are just like loud as fuck, and you know, kids people are out to drink and and just recently, we were playing at a venue uh, downtown, and there's this guy just, and it was like a quiet room, and we, it, it, and it's nice when you have a room locked in. They're just like yeah. you, you capture room, and and there's such an art to just being able to do that. 
And we and there was just this one fucking this one fucking wild card uh, who was just fucking telling some awful story and he was like screaming and he was cussing and, and it then was he like turned around and said Freebird <laughs> and you're like oh god Had and to. then we played it <laughs> <I'm a free>. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I do it crying. Yeah, I we were just <laughs> I was just playing with that Soulfire band where we play, who the drummer just so um, nicely sent that awful message about my wife deep throating my. Uh, no, wife. he said it about <laughs> where you're playing Sunday. It was yeah. very kind of him. <laughs> you're an asshole, Jill. I love you. Um, the. Uh, we were just at this Temecula gig, an awesome gig. It's like a winery in Temecula, and it's like on top of one of the hills, and it's overlooking like five or six other rolling hills of of um, wine breweries. Jesus, and then um, <laughs> and it's so <laughs> that was perfect. Wineries, Jesus. Oh, hey. Uh, hey. And we're like in between songs, and we're about to start another song, and someone was like, Jimmy Buffett. Oh, boy. <laughs> you do any Buffett? <laughs> the look in his eye. Well, and the funny part is, is that we have like a tip jar in front of the stage on this like mic stand in this little plastic fishbowl, which is an ingenious idea. Alex, way to go, buddy. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's like up there right in front, says tips, and it has like a little card holder. And this person was like pulling out like a 20. And he was just like, made sure we saw. He's like, you know, when he buff it. Oh, uh, slam dunk. And like a prostitute with the look of defeat in his eyes, Gabe was just like, buff it. They want <laughs> buff it. <laughs> so yeah. he just starts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've been it there. Was, but it was a beautiful moment for me because just because of that priceless look of of defeat in his eyes is like here we go margaritaville baby yeah (laughs) you just got buffeted yeah i've been buffeted (laughs) buffed buffed we've been buffed (laughs) so um yeah so uh i don't even know where we were with that um i also love playing at the belly up yeah, the belly up is on. Do you do solo gigs there, or do you usually bring out a band for that? That's mostly been a band. I've done like a duo there, acoustic mm. duo, but like that's about it. But um, I love that venue. Yeah, it's awesome, man. man. Fucking people are nice and accommodating, and like the green room isn't nasty, or oh, and awesome. it exists. Yeah, <laughs> it exists. It exists. The staff <laughs> is amazing, and like I love the sound there. It's just it's awesome. Okay, I just got a question for okay. you. Um, how was the 1998 Nagano Winter Olympics inspired? How has the 1998 Nagano Winter Olympics inspired your music? Uh, things um, were a lot different back in Nagano. <laughs> I mean, uh, times were tough. It was <laughs> about the close of a century. And... Um, <laughs> And, you know, Olympics are this very Roman, you know, exhibitionism, like, and so at that time, you know, I, I wore a lot of scampy clothes and, and had a lot more muscle, you can't tell now, <laughs> and um, it was all very, you know, like, big pose kind of stuff. Nice, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I remember that. I remember that those times. Yeah, so it's a phase, and everyone has them, and you just kind of go yeah. with the times sometimes. Yeah, you totally. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Good question. Thank Good you. Th- yeah, that was solid. Thank yeah. you. Uh, thank you, Elitis Petitus 69 Black Dick Aficionado. Wow. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, Belly Up is awesome. I love that venue. I, I like House of Blues too. Have you played the music box yet? Have you had a chance? No, to? I'd love Maybe, to. Yeah, right. That that would be cool, man. Fucking uh, cool Although, The thing about, for me about the music box is like, what's cool is that stage is not too high and you can get like right up to it, right? Yeah. So that's amazing, right? Because some badass people play there and so you get to get so close right but the sound is not good right there because mm, the yeah. speaker array is like directly above you you right. need to kind of be back in yeah, it so back in the middle almost or maybe yeah yeah i, I know yeah. what you're saying the middle or the second floor or something yeah, yeah. so it's like you know it's a, it has a little push pull in there we're actually like at the belly up if i get like right up and close and personal i feel like the sound is pretty prime. I'm not getting blasted. Yeah, and they also have those speakers that are sort of on the, like, those pillars. They yeah. have, like, speakers on the side they have that side hit fill. you. Yeah, yeah, side fill, yeah. And, and that's apparently side fill. That's what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> so much to learn in this fucking business. Right. <clears throat> so uh, how long have you been, like, a full-time musician, or have you just always been a creative professional from high school or college or, like... Did you have to work in a cubicle, I guess? Or has it always been rock and roll and and uh, Winter Olympics? <laughs> uh, I pretty much came out of the womb rocking and rolling. <laughs> um, right. Oh, yeah, because your dad is a musician as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So he played and and that was kind of like a, you know, like a a closet passion or something like that, like a just something at home that he did. Uh, he worked in commercial real estate mm-hmm. for a living. And so so he'd be like playing his songs and like do that like after work. And I think there's something unique about being in a space of longing for a dream mm-hmm. and not quite having it, but like you kind of retreat to it when you can, you know, after work and you, and you play and, and there's something like amazing about that longingness. Yeah, like this tragic beauty just hiding in, in the yeah. dark. This this potential that, that wants to break forth. Yeah. So he was always playing and um so I started playing when I was five. Nice. And yeah, and from like five to ten I just he showed me a few things, basic things, chords and you know, learn some of his songs and learn like Crosby Stills and Nash and Cat Stevens yeah. and that John Denver and that kind of stuff. And then I really started formally studying at like 10, 11. Oh, okay. And yeah, I did classical guitar. And then when I was 16, that was my first ever hired gig. I, my uh, guitar teacher uh, hired me out for this art gallery thing. And I just played some classical music in the background. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And really, um, besides some summers being an outdoor adventure guide and camp counselor, like during college, it, music is all I've ever done. Nice. Yeah, it's amazing. That is amazing. I'm always so fucking amazed when people are like, yeah, that's just what I did. I just, just what I do. 
Oh, my last guest, Matt Smith, he was somebody who was telling me, he's like, yeah, my dad used to make me play when I was 10. Mm. So that's I just did that, and that's mm-hmm. what I do now. So and that's just what he does, and that's his job, and that's yeah. that's amazing. Is he's uh, an incredible drummer? Oh my god, incredible, awesome, yeah, a nice guy too, super totally. nice guy, humble dude, fucking thanks, Matt. And actually, that yeah. was released today, everyone. So you, if you want to go on iTunes and download that, leave a comment or don't. Or, yeah, uh, do. <laughs> either way, go and listen to that. It's a great interview if you want to learn about uh, pressing vinyl. Whoa. <laughs> Which is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, it's more expensive than a pain in the ass. But it no, is kind of. Expensive pain. pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, expensive pain in the ass. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Have you ever done anything on vinyl? Ugh. <laughs> I am like uh, stuck in the midst of this vinyl project. So, Pirates Press is like one of the biggest vinyl. Is that is that LA? They they have like an office in San Fran, but they're actually the plant is in uh, the Czech Republic. Oh Jesus! Okay. Yeah, and so I sent my stuff out, got it mastered for vinyl, sent it out. They make a test master. Yeah, yeah. And they sent it back to me, and I compared it with some stuff. I was like, oh, it's a little like weak. And you know me, I I engineered, produced, right. and mixed my yeah. own stuff, so I'm like, I kind of know where I want it. Yeah, you know? I know what I want. Yeah, and I'm like, this is a little weak, and tried to plead my case, and they're like, nope, couldn't do it. Like, <laughs> nope, couldn't do it. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> if you if you want to pay another $500 for a, a master, we can try to push it, but there's no guarantees that it's going to, so I'm just, you know where that one is. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. uh, so I'm like, I'm here just being like, all right, I guess I just got to pull the trigger and be like, you know what? I'll make other vinyl and people just have to turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So so you went through with it. Yeah. You pulled the trigger. Yeah. I just haven't given the okay to be like, all right, all I right. approve your test master. Yeah. Now print me 500. Oh, fuck. And is that going to be of this? Or yeah. Is, oh, tight. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. When did this come out? Uh, 2014 or... Last year, 2014. Is that what I wrote on it? That's what is copywritten CP. So this was, but when did you actually release it? Uh, Yeah, August, September of 2014. Oh, okay, right yeah. on. Hell yeah. 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 I'm so proud of that. That's that's like been my best yet. Yeah, this is, this is what... This is what it's all been building up to at this point in your life. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. beautiful. That's a, it's a beautiful sentiment, man. Yeah. It's a it's a beautiful album, everybody. You guys really should check it out. It's fucking great. Thank <coughs> you. So, <laughs> so what I had a I, I ran across another thing. Uh, I ran across that you won a Christian Music Award. Oh right. wow! Or, right? Is you that do right? some research, huh? A little bit. I <laughs> did very. I mean, very little. Not that like, <laughs> not to like downplay how much I don't care about the guests I have coming on, but <laughs> I, I have. There's only 24 hours in a day, folks. I know it. <laughs> um. So like, how did that work? Because I mean, I mean, it's very lovely music, and it's and it's very uplifting at times. And but I, mean, I don't really get the whole Holy Ghost thing going on in there. Yeah, well, I think that award you're referring to was for the song Finally Here. Finally Here. Yeah. So that song, it won a couple of uh, songwriting contests, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, that's beautiful. Never yeah, happened for me. And yeah, so let's not downplay the award, everyone. 
Yeah, I just, mean, it sounds terrible. Like, just oh, I it's heard Christian. you got a Christian musical. Yeah, big I'm such deal. A dick. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, sorry, you're not. Actually. No, no. Well, I was just interested. I mean, like, I, I well, I, I get what, it. what it made me do is question is like, oh shit, is he like a Christian artist? I, but I don't think. I don't. I don't right. think you completely well, are, but like, I mean, if you are, you know, whatever. I don't uh, care. It's still good music. So you're asking for a confessional? Yeah. Well, what I want to know is like, well, who do you pray to? <laughs> <laughs> what is your deal, man? I could, no, t- I mean, I could tell you, you who I think I pray to, but you just <laughs> never know who who it reaches. <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah, the rest of this album is not really that way. The song "Finally Here," I wrote it with my uh, cousin Nancy Montgomery. And and we didn't write it, uh, let's see, she lives in Nashville and uh, I went to visit her and um, we decided we wanted to write a song about home and like coming home. Yeah. And we actually decided that we'd, we'd want to get it like placed with the Lumineers. Yeah. So that was the idea. So one day it just, just hit her. She was out at the market and it, and she's so, so faithful to her songwriting muse. Like she always had a little notebook with her. Like, and just if something came, she would stop. What you know, in the in the cheese aisle, whatever. Just stop <laughs> yeah. and just you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh God, just really valued. Yeah. Her muse and what came to her, and and I admire that and look up to it. So she came bursting in the door while I was staying with her, and she's like, "I got it." I'm like, "What?" She's like, "I got it." I'm like, "Oh." Okay, and I grabbed my guitar, and then this song just freaking comes out. You know, she had like a verse and a chorus kind of, and I, just the um, words. And so I kind of took that and added music to it, and we just shaped the rest of it together. And so it has words like, uh, and the heavens say, yeah, and the preacher Mm. says, amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the angels say, where the hell have you been? Okay. We meant it to be kind of tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. You know, but... But but it is such an uplifting song. It is. And it's like, welcome home, you're finally here. I think this whole idea of home and belonging is uh, is hugely important to humans in general. But, um, you know, especially Christians or religious people, the sense of like heaven being a home right. or, or being in the presence of God as being a home or just some sense of home, some place where you're safest, mm-hmm. loved, and that you want to be able to return to so we we i think meant that same thing we didn't mean it in a christian way um but we entered it into a songwriting contest and um we tried to put it in americana okay and they wrote us and they're like we love your song but we really think you should move it to the christian category i'm like you're the songwriting contest. <laughs> You're telling us well to win here. I will. Okay, do it. And then we won for that category and the whole uh, song competition, like first place, grand first prize. Wow, that's beautiful. What, yeah. What was the prize, if you don't mind? Oh, it was a group of things, you know, like some subscriptions, um, like uh, one song being mixed and mastered at a studio. Uh, a one a single song publishing deal, okay, with like a certain publisher they had in mind. Um, yeah, a lot of them are just like, yeah, you get subscriptions to Sonic Bids. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> okay. save me a hundred bucks, thank right, you. Right, right. Well, that's cool. Man. So yeah, I I to conclude, 
Thank that you. topic. I wouldn't say that I'm a Christian artist. Mm. Um, I love the idea of people being inspired and uplifted and comforted uh, through music. Yeah. And I love being a part of that whenever it happens. Um, but no, I'm not. Not singing about Jesus. I'm not singing about God. Are you, are you religious at all? Or I mean, like you um, don't have to go into that if you don't feel comfortable. That's thank fine. you. No, I'm very comfortable. Okay. Um, no, I'm not religious, mm. as in having a religion like Christianity or Buddhism mm. and saying I'm part of that and I identify with that and I attend social functions where that's the context. Right. Um, yeah, I was raised with religion, but I. I'm more interested in in a truth that's universal, if there is such a thing, yeah. and um, something where it's not like, oh, but that's not Jesus, so <laughs> so, so I can't fucking even. So I'm going to deny something yeah. about your experience and about what's meaningful and significant to you because it hasn't included Jesus in it, and it hasn't included you getting on your knees or whatever. Yeah. That just doesn't sit right with me, you know. And if there if there is a God and God is loving, then I I don't think that's how God would love. Yeah, I feel so. you, man. There's a lot of people throwing around God and and using it in like some really shitty negative agendas, and it's like that. Yeah. I don't think if there was like this. I mean, like if God was like this benevolent, fucking all loving, all knowing person, he's not gonna be like. God damn, the gays can't get married, <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, come on, now that's fucking ridiculous. Right. But yeah, I mean, like, I I I was raised Catholic, super st- not strict. I mean, we didn't go to church all the time, but I did go to Catholic school where they really fucked me up real nice, and they were like, they were like, you know, if you miss church even once of a week, you're going to burn in hell. And as a what, fourth grader, I'm just like, oh my god, and. You know, for a long time, I thought that I was going to burn in hell because, like, in the summers, we didn't go to church. We, <laughs> like, when I was out of school, I didn't go to church. Yeah. And so. So the summer just, was like so hell. I, yeah, I guess I was just like, well, I guess I'm going to hell, and that bummed me out for a long time. Oh and, yeah. And then, and then I took LSD and fucking shit, fucking was, didn't make sense. And I was like, okay, well, that that doesn't work in my. And I was pretty young, so. Yeah. I kind of dropped that shit, but that stuff, you know, from kid childhood is like fucking that shit sticks around. So I still have like get the heebie-jeebies with the whole thing. Like, yeah, and it's like like my my uh, I go to this church play group, and it's a nice, lovely play group. I take my son to. Yeah, I don't just go and play with kids at a play right. group by myself. I'm right, at right. church, but um, <clears throat> it's cool. You know, it's like this free thing, and it's community based here in OB, yeah. and um. And um, it's cool. And the first time I went, my wife took me. I was like, oh, I don't really like the <laughs> church thing. Yeah. And I don't really want my son being like indoctrinated, which is so mm. extreme for me to even think like that. But um, what well, happened to you? Maybe or oh, uh, you? W- no, it's just it no? was just something. I I just it was imposed, and it was yeah. and it and it just I remember that awful feeling of like just going the the thought that i was gonna go burn in hell for eternity was insane and that was something that really fucked with me really badly yeah i mean like it really really fucked me up as a little kid so i went over there and i I sat in and it was really nice the kids were playing and then fucking um you know it was story time and then uh and then here we go fucking jesus is here today jesus is here today Uh (laughs) and then and then they started talking about 
and like even now i still cringe a little bit you know but i mm. i really appreciate that that's available yeah and like it's really you know i'm like i'm not gonna sit here and be like fuck that i'm gonna yeah deny my son a good time with like his friends from around yeah. the community yeah because i got this weird thing and it's like all that education about what I want him to know, and you know, and I, I want him to have options, yeah. and you know, I want him to be able to believe whatever he wants. So yeah. that happens at home. It's not what happens out there, you know. So it took me a mm. little bit. It, it's just weird. It's always like a weird. <laughs> well, and there's always that thing of like what you know and what you want to impart, right, to right. your offspring and those you care about, and then what they're gonna find out in the world and. Yep. ultimately they're going to have to reconcile that and you hope mm. they do a damn good job and you try to shield them from as much bullshit as you can, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's going to find them sometimes. And oh, so, yes. you know, I think exposure is good. At least he's like, he knows about that world. And uh, yeah, I think so too. And and then she brought home today, the brochure from uh, a church preschool and she's like, I want him to go to this one. I'm so mm. <laughs> but you know, it's like, I just have to I, I, I have to like be mindful, talk yeah. myself down like this is not fucking an end all be all. It's not like okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's talk about it. Let's figure <laughs> out you let's know feel our way through it. Yeah, let's figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're getting heavy on it. No, it's good. I love it. I wanna say some things about hell. Oh, please do. Okay, good. <laughs> so uh yeah, luckily the upbringing religious one that I had was one where I was really encouraged to think and study and look things up mm-hmm. and know what I was talking about. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Like, so it wasn't all purely faith based and just like, yeah, like, um, fear dangling over your head at all times. And just to be clear, my parents didn't do that shit to me. It was definitely fucking the institution that I was attending that, that totally fucking just ground some shit into me. So, mom, yeah. I love you. It wasn't your fault. <laughs> if anything, you gave me enough space to where I could figure it out on my own. So. Nice. Yeah. Anyways, please do. Good job, mom. <laughs> mom, I love you too. Oh, <laughs> that was nice. I love how that sample cuts off. <laughs> the the applause if you let go long enough is like yeah. Two, yeah, which I like that too. So just like, up, oh, done clapping. Yeah, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're over that. We're so, um, yeah, I've looked into this idea of hell, and um, I really think it was uh, invented as a as a way to kind of warn people, right? Mm. Of like, you do these things, then your life is going to be like this, or you you'll have this coming to you whole basic notion of cause and effect and while i think like yeah this universe must have um laws right yeah yeah causes and effects and stuff um you know i think it's always important to look at you know beyond like well what is the agenda of the people or the group who are using these said laws and for what aim, you know? And yeah. often, you know, at least in the church context, historically it was for control, you know? Yeah. And and because God became institutionalized, mm-hmm. but God is not an institution. <laughs> it's right. not an organization. Right. Um, God, Inc. Right. <laughs> oh, God, there's probably one out yeah. there. God, yeah. Inc. And Give so, funny to me. So I, I, you know, I've 
come across that this word hell, like its roots in Latin, I think are uh, to see, to know, and not. Mm. So I love that. That's all that. That's as much as it'll ever be to me. Is Say that again, to see, to see, to know, and then not. Okay. So a negative. So okay. not to see, not to know. Okay. It's just blindness or ignorance. Yes. So okay. that's as much as it'll ever be to me, and that's and it makes more sense. Like you can experience that here and now. It's not like a later thing. It's right. like, yeah, wake up now. Like open your eyes now. So. And I'm just saying in general. I'm not saying yeah. to the to the love of Christ. I'm just saying like <laughs> in general, up. like this is a good start. Like, yeah, totally. So, anyways, yeah, uh, it, yeah, it goes along the lines is like, well, that doesn't have anything to do with Jesus, and I don't. The good book doesn't say that. It's like, fuck, dude. Like, I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with believing any of that. It's just like, don't close yourself off to um, another whole side of thought or thinking of. of of perspective because it's just it, it just breeds hate and that's kind of what we're seeing now you know like, <sighs> i mean i don't know I don't, does trump fucking use god i mean he doesn't i haven't really heard a lot about, i don't even want to talk no. about trump fuck trump. no i don't think he <laughs> has i think yeah. that that's probably like a topic to stay away from yeah probably huh it's like and he probably seems like he would just like bulldoze over that it's like god he's good let's move on fuck you you know well i think sometimes when we have so much ego yeah. there's no room for god <laughs> yes. you know i don't got time for that yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't and it's kind of irrelevant yeah because it's all about what we i can do yeah. and i'm gonna do it all yeah. you know so yeah god doesn't really factor in for him i don't think yeah yeah totally rock on well that's nice <laughs> 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 okay, um, kind of bring it back to music, and um, and um, Justin here was very nice, and he's gonna do a couple performances for us, um, which is awesome. Um, I was just gonna say, like, I was gonna ask you about because I noticed you finger pick a lot, mm. um, and then when you were sort of like, well, my I got a classical background, that mm. kind of makes sense now when I see because you got kind of a unique way of approaching, especially like. Americana, or would you call yourself Americana or singer song? I, I I don't know. I hate to label people. Should we talk about it? Sure, if you want to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we don't, don't have to. Well, well, like, okay, this is always the thing, right? As an artist, like, uh. what am I? And, and you're encouraged to to brand yourself to yeah. and to use familiar terms so that you know people can relate immediately and yeah. understand. And so, um, it's been so complex. Sometimes it's been like, well, I'm groove driven alt pop. <laughs> Yeah. With bluesy, soulful overtones. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, okay, <laughs> who do you sound like? So, I lately, it's, God, it's an evolving thing. People go, oh, you're a music, what do you play? Like, what's your music like? I'm like, well, it's bluesy and soulful and a little poppy sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And then I just watch and wait and see their reaction. You know, see, is that enough? Like, does it click for them? For most people, it does. So, I just say... um bluesy and soulful that works yeah yeah that's uh <clears throat> that's kind of what me and my wife had to do because we're just like well we like r&b i mean we're not above playing usher right but <laughs> right, right. but we also like you know our original stuff is you know neo soulish but it's like we didn't know so she was like mm. acoustic soul <laughs> that's where we're that's where we're living and yeah uh, that's good uh yeah oh Oh, I got a lot of shit talkers. 
TikTok and shit on uh, our Facebook feed. Oh, should we check it out? Uh, I somehow accidentally stumped into your Facebook Live. Oh, okay. Thank you. Make a comment on your small-ass podcast table. <laughs> oh, this thing? What else <laughs> are we going to fit on it? What else do we need to fit on it? it, it he... The, this guy is saying he dares you to smack all those waters off the table. Damn! Let me go get him. <laughs> and then he wants to know who the inter- internet provider is. Anyways, okay, you know what? Fuck it. Let's let's uh let's uh we're gonna do a quick uh, changeover, and Justin's gonna do a couple tunes. And uh, if you guys uh you know feel free to comment, feel free to share, feel free to stick around and. Uh, Make love to uh, bluesy, soulful. What, what was it again? That's it. Bluesy, soulful. Bluesy, <laughs> <laughs> bluesy, soulful sounds of Justin Froche, 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 This is part of the fun. This is why I don't let you know tell people. This is how you say it, you know, because I get some real cool stuff, you know, like. Frozy, <laughs> frozy, froese. Fro- I thought it was froese. Froese or froese? Froese. Froese. It is froese, right? Froze. Froze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we? Should you play a song? Uh, I'll play a song. Okay. Cool. All right, y'all. So I'm gonna play you the title track off this disc right here, Fireflies. And uh, I wrote this song with the idea in mind of everyone has a dream and uh, every single person has a dream and um, every person has a dream. And sometimes you just got to get out of the way of it, you know, like it wants to happen. I've been trying to look at it that way. Um, Maybe because of so much frustration of like trying to make it happen myself or something and just that feels lame, you know, and so I'm like, no, my dream wants to happen. So Yeah. 
Thank you. It's a fun little ditty. So here's a here's a little song that my dad wrote. This is probably one of my favorite ones uh, he did, and uh, he's he'd play them all the time, and um, and so yeah, it just made like I said quite an impression on me hearing uh, like the the longing heart of someone coming through their own music. I think there's nothing like that, you know, like you and I both play cover gigs and do that, but like when it's your own thing, man, it like it buzzes and resonates. Um so I think everyone should do their own thing. This song is called Walking and Talking. Big city streets I touch our pavement It burns my feet Once she was mine Now she's gone 
don't understand all this walking alone. People are tugging and pushing me down Ask my opinion and laugh like a clown They want an answer but only their own They see the questions to answers unknown Walking and talking on big city streets Rambler of sidewalks and king of sore feet She was my life, was my soul Just can't go on if I can't let her go Tucking in, pushing me down. Ask my opinion, laugh like a clown. They want an answer, but only their own. They seek the questions to answers unknown. Here's a little, uh, there's the table. That's okay. Things collide. Such is the world of form. <laughs> All right, so this next song I want to play. This one I was actually uh, just last night at Studio West. Have you ever been there? It's a recording studio. Yeah. It's in Rancho Bernardo. It's a cool spot, man. Um, it's also like a school for recording arts. Yeah. It's a full-on studio. So I was there last night and recording some stuff, and this is one of the ones I recorded. It's called Where to Start. Does this end? How does this go? I 
did we start? How did we know? I'm thinking backwards as I'm moving on. Still, nothing changes if you don't decide it can be better, better. What is this better, better? It's hard to see how things can get better. That's why I'm stuck. I'm frozen like a storm to the breeze. Heavy sinking and overthinking and sinking to my knees. Now I'm cracking. I'm crumbling. Who I am is falling apart. I'm broken down and just all around. Don't know. Where to start? Don't know where to start. It's a strange release when you know you're stuck. It comes a shame that you fucked up. You're getting tired of that same old song. Thinking things might change if we just hold on. Yeah, they could be better, better. What is this better, better? It's hard to see how things can get better. That's why I'm stuck. I'm frozen like a stone to the breeze. Heaven singing and overthinking. And singing to my knees Now I'm cracking, I'm crumbling Who I am is falling apart I'm broken down and just all around Don't know where to start Tell me this better way out You know Let it go the end of my road You know Such a strange is that Every time we break I was stuck, frozen like a stone to the breeze. Heavy sinking and overthinking and sinking to my knees. When I'm cracking, I'm crumbling and I just want to be whole. I take what's left of my weeping breath. Now this is where to start. This is where to start This is where to start Who I am is where to Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> Good night. Man, that was great, dude. Thank you so much. That was Is it weird to like perform for just one person that's just sort of staring at you and then halfway staring at you oh through a, an iPad? Oh my god, that's a great question. <laughs> because 
when you do the work gigs or the society gigs as we call them sometimes <laughs> and you're playing at a restaurant playing at a bar and it really seems like no one's listening or there's like two guys there and one's on his phone and yeah. the other is like pass out drunk. <laughs> um, you know, you, you eventually maybe through frustration or whatever, decide like how much that's going to influence how you play, yeah. how you feel, yeah. what you bring, you know? And at one point I think just through sheer frustration, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to like play for the universe. <laughs> just like <laughs> imagine that the universe is one giant ear yeah and that and just you know that way i don't deprive myself of the of my own experience of like fully bringing it fully feeling it and yeah and then may sometimes when i think when you give that 139 percent that's when people go huh and like start looking and yeah i uh, thought that's the goal but whatever <laughs> <laughs> well no i mean and because there is like an art to like pulling people into what you're doing like you're creating this gravitational pull through just whatever you're channeling and if fucking i mean sometimes you win some you will lose some yeah but like if you can if you can get like a chat i I think that's like the greatest feeling in the world where you can get like a chatty loud you know just huge fucking room full of just drunkards or whatever to like stop and listen or sing along or sing along yeah whatever (laughs) I think that's a beautiful moment. But yeah, then there are those moments where you're just going to close your eyes and it's like, I'm not li- I'm not spending my time in a cubicle. <laughs> I am playing and I'm feeling the things that I love to feel. So yeah, gratefulness, just being grateful, positivity. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, and then <laughs> I kind of felt like an asshole. I was just like sitting there like <laughs> one uh. of those assholes like, <laughs> I'll pick up this awful iPad, iPad 3. Oh, like it's at concerts? Have you ever seen people bring their iPad oh, yeah. to take pictures? It's just like, wow. I want to bring my iMac sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, help me out. Help me out. Oh, uh, it, I think I got, oh no. That's, okay, that works. <laughs> that applies. <laughs> um, like all right. Well, I think we did a lot of good work here. I know you got things to do. Um, let me see here. I, I Did I have a follow-up? I have follow-ups, but, like, I feel like they're just, like, huge conversations that we just don't have time for. Really? What's, like, what's a follow-up? Well, I was going to ask, um, well, I, you said, especially you said Seattle and Los Angeles, you were moving around a lot. I was going to ask you what, what made you want to go to, like, those places and just leave. Because, like, you know, like, yeah. when when you, like, create roots in a spot, it's, like, it's hard to leave that, especially if you're, like, if you're making money or if you're you're getting some kind of momentum and then you just sort of, like, well, I'm just going to go now and start over. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> God. It's, that's been one of the weirdest dimensions of my life, hmm. uh, you know, is, like, probably finding, like, a sense of belongingness on a variety of levels, right? Hmm. Um, maybe, like, subculturally um uh like personally like among friends among you know i perform so among listeners and fans um and you know i grew up in san diego and it's a lovely place and it's it's so lovely and laid back there's not a lot of industry here for music and there's not that drive and it could be because the proximity of LA because it's so much there it's like there's no competing yeah yeah right and so um 
I think even when, like I went to school to university in Illinois. And so like you're gone for four years and you come back and. Is that in Chicago? Or is that? Um, I, it was Southern Illinois. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's actually the University of Illinois. That's where No, I just keep you calling just college university. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay, so ready it's for not Europe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> call it university. I'm going on holiday and I just finished the. Uh, University. University. Uh, <laughs> now I'm going on holiday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, change it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No, it was a small private uh, liberal arts school ah, okay. in Southern Illinois. And um, that's a whole nother story. We don't yeah, have time yeah, for that. Yeah. But <laughs> so you leave and then you come back and um, in a way you found yourself away from the home you grew up in. And so, you know, what's going to keep you there? Is it friends? Is it family? Is it a job? But, you know, who knows? Like often after college, you're just like, what the am I yeah, doing? Yeah, so I think I like... Actually, right after college, I went to Nice, France, oh, okay. and nice. Uh, was gonna study there. But I was like, "Oh, I gotta I, I like music." I was like, "I gotta go home and like make some money first. Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Never do that. Never do that. If Don't you have an home. opportunity, seize it, and you have to be willing to let go these notions of like, "Well, I have to do this to do this, or I have to do this to to make money, or this yeah. to like." justify doing this other thing for myself like never do that when it's there it's do it just grab it yeah because i never went back so <laughs> yeah it's like i'm gonna go home i'm gonna make some money i'm gonna come back and then i'm gonna keep on fucking francesca and it's gonna be tight you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yo i wish but this moving around thing you know a year in la and three years in seattle and like under a year in austin Part of it's driven by these are major music markets yeah. and I want to experience them and yeah. network in them. And um, and I think part of an aspiring touring musician is like you have to make connections to these markets and then circle back. And so as an effort to do that is like two years in each major market and the, my math is a little off, but I, I <laughs> experienced them. And um, But there was always this thing of like, do I belong here though? You yeah. know, and, and that I think might've been what drove me away. And, and the difficult, sad part is that in many of them, you know, I belonged among my friends and they love me, but there's just this thing aching at me, poking at me. And it's like, and it, and it pushes me off into the world. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out that part about myself is like, I need freshness. I need to change it up. I need to engage and then disengage. I need to, you know, I don't know. It's just the way I dance with the world. And so, um, so yeah. So it's just restlessness and you're just like, I gotta, I gotta like go out and cause you're, you're from San Diego yeah. and, and I can imagine that being from here, I mean, it's an awesome place to be from, but I can imagine that like after a lifetime of sun beach, <laughs> you know, boozing and, cruising cruising and all that good stuff that it could probably get old to some people who aren't like just gonna be programmed i'm from so i'm from ohio i'm from uh, actually from toledo ohio and it's and that's the type of atmosphere where it could be either like 95 and swamp ass or snowing and it varies from day to day like that and um let's see we get about 75 days of sunshine a year wow and um it's you know almost like seattle yeah but seattle has a little bit more vibrance this is like failed industrialization where Uh, it's like all these like yeah um big corporations moving 
What is happening right now? Oh, I think your video. The, the video stopped. Yeah, and it's playing back now. And now it's playing. Okay. That's going to be distracting. Okay. Let me turn that off. I'll be right back. Well, so, anyways, the fucking... Toledo. Oh, Toledo. Yeah, that... Whatever. That's just... No, no. But well, the point is... The point was is that when uh, we came out... It was this option. It was Austin. And me and my buddy were going to come out. We're musicians. We're like, we're going to either go to Austin or we're going to go to San Diego. Yeah. And um, we had friends out here, and we had nobody in Austin, and so we came here, and like we were, we're gonna go be musicians in San Diego, yeah. and you know, like when I first got here, I just feel like the music scene wasn't. I think I feel like San Diego's music scene has sort of grown over the last like ten years. Yeah, I've been here for about ten years. Yeah, and I feel like it's grown, and maybe it's just changed. Maybe at the time I just was not into whatever, but it's still like there. There's, I feel like there's more options out there than. There was when I first got here, and it's a cool place to be. And I, I mean, like I'm, every day, I'm amazed that I, I get to look over the ocean and yeah. then look in the distance that there's mountains. Yeah, I'm from the flatlands, uh, the gray yeah. skies. So, so I understand too much of a good thing is probably awesome. Every day, I'm amazed. <laughs> yeah, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's real. Let's listen to um a couple tunes off the album, and cool. then uh, we'll come back and wrap up. Sounds good. What do we want to listen to? Whatever you are. Oh, why don't you uh, give us some suggestions and we'll... Uh, cool. So... Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, on this album, there's there's so many favorites of mine. Um, one of them is already over, and I wrote that with a uh, singer-songwriter from Boston, Gina Librio. And she had moved to Seattle, and uh, just about the time I did, and had like a record deal, and it all fell through. And oh my God, now I want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't. Yeah, I know and you got things to do, so <laughs> no. But you you need to come back after your tour. Yeah, dude, if that'd you wouldn't mind. Let's, oh, I'd love to. Okay, let's cool. do it. Yeah, when you come back, we'll we'll, we'll you'll come back and we'll we'll get do into a recap. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so we wrote this song already over because it felt like she came there. It was a year, and then she was leaving, and it's just like those situations where like. Like you try to make it work, but it's just it just wants to end, yeah. and 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 you can fight it, or you could just be like, it's already over though. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, and you know it is, but you're just sort of going through the motions because it's comfortable and yeah. there's just something weird about. Yeah. It. So we wrote that song in the last week of her being in Seattle. We wrote three cool songs, and that one we wrote. Just about being in the midst of that, yeah. like kind of like, uh, like wow. achy, bitter, or whatever. That that's cool that you guys could like come together to express that, channel it. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, so uh, what's the song called again? It's called "Already Over." Already over. We're gonna listen to "Already Over," and then we'll come right back. Thank you. 
And we're back. <laughs> um, and then, was there another song you wanted to play? Yeah, so this other one I want to turn you on to is uh, called Assalamu Alaikum. Oh, okay. You got a video for that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did a music video with, um, actually, my sister, she produced that video and um, Come on now. getting calls. On my iPad. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you, iPad. Everywhere. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that was a cool, very cool process making the video, but the song... Um, the song was inspired by this experience in Spain when I was traveling with a mate of mine and um, we kept running into this Moroccan man and so we'd greet him with this greeting. It's Arabic. It, uh, As-salamu alaykum. It means like peace be unto you. Mm. And he'd greet us back. Um, and yeah, eventually like, you know, he offered, you know, to take us on a tour uh, of sorts. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, we paid him and that was great. And then, saw him again it just kept running into him it was uh, like really strangely serendipitous and so yeah this second time you know i was like oh i just have this 50 euro bill and he's like oh it's okay i make you change here and he takes it and follow me and so he walks me kind of out of the city and i'm like oh my intuition's <laughs> like uh, and you know like you can tell like yeah like but you don't but you're still going it's so yeah, weird because we're so prone to be polite i guess <laughs> yeah, to, to give people the benefit of the doubt, yeah. to to have faith in them, and and that's kind of what this song was about. Is this like maybe naivety? Yeah, naivety <laughs> of me, but I just want to trust, and I wanted to like believe in the the human connection. Yeah, and so you know, he's like, "Wait here, I'll go to my wife and get you know change, and I'll be right back, be right back." And I'm like, "Okay." And he disappears, and then I'm <laughs> waiting and waiting, and I'm like, fuck. Well, fuck. <laughs> so I kind of like walk in there, like, let's see if I can hear anything and yeah. just find him. Be like, hey, just give me it back. I'm out of here. Yeah. Turns out it was a throughway, and he just walked out the other side. And so I s- we saw him again another night. He's like, my friend, my friend, I, ha- oh, I have you. And I was like, at that point, I was like, you know what? Whatever. I could get pissed. I could make a deal. I could blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I, I'm just going to like, make peace in myself yeah. i i tried to offer it to you yeah. peace be unto you assalamu alaikum and you supposedly offered it back <laughs> but it was bullshit <laughs> but <laughs> it was I, bullshit it was but am no. i gonna get pissed about that and make a deal no yeah, nah, yeah. i'm just gonna return to peace in myself and so that's what this song is about assalamu alaikum that's beautiful all right let's listen
and we're back. Um, did you want to play any more, or should we just wrap this no, up? Let's, let's wrap it. You have any more follow up? <laughs> 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 um, probably, but I mean, I, I just feel like it's going to turn into an even longer conversation. And you have a tour to prep for, so let's fuck I it. Do. I want to let you get back to uh, the you. frenzy of preparation Whee! there, and then. Uh, uh, <laughs> And uh, that's it. Where can people find you? Uh, how can they get a hold of you? Like, well, here's my phone number: seven six zero four seven three. Just kidding. Okay, they. I was um, like, I can beep it out, but that's okay. I'll leave, let him <laughs> do his thing. <laughs> Assalamualaikum. Right, right. <laughs> no, no. Find me online on um, on Facebook and at justinfroze.com. J U S T I N. F R O E S E dot com. And I'll throw that in the description. I'll throw a link in the description for you folks. And word, uh, word. Um, and uh, yeah, and they can contact you. You got any Gmails or anything? Or Yeah, there's a contact through the site. Do you, but, yeah, me. okay, okay. Yeah, I'm like, do you want to give your personal email out to the world? No. <laughs> just like your phone number. I'm always good at just kind of courting people. They're like, oh, so how can I get old? What's your email? And yeah. They're like, oh, well, uh, I think you could just, you know, if Different. you want to hit me up on Facebook or something, yeah. <laughs> that's it's cool. Be but fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, let's see if I can get this right. All right. Oh, okay, it's loud as fuck. Uh, anyways, be nice to everybody. HJ's for everybody. Fucking be nice, folks.